Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is Camp Slash Horrorcast, Season 4, Episode 13, Popcorn. If this is your first time checking out the Podcast Network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just a reminder, Camp Slash Horrorcast is a weekly live video cast available on Twitch and YouTube. We go live every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv backslash wearepodcastnetwork and youtube.com backslash wearepodcastnetwork. As the Camp Slash Horrorcast is live, I will not be editing the audio for this podcast. So what you saw live is what you get here. Please come watch the stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And if you want to see the previous streams, go check out our Twitch or YouTube channel. And for a full list of future films we'll be watching, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the horror cast. Hey everybody, welcome to this Camp Slash Horrorcast, where we talk horror movies from the past every Monday at 8 p.m. Central, even though it is Tuesday at 12.04. I'm your head camp counselor, Doc. I'm here with other head camp counselors. We have Raf, Sarah, Ramirez. <laughs> Raf, how are you, sir? Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Next, we have Miles. I look like a fucking snow cone. Francis, Miles, how are you, sir? I was doing fine till like 20 seconds ago and this turned into an intervention for my coke problem. <laughs> uh, no, we'll get you. We'll get you. We'll make sure you clear it up. Uh, next, we have uh, Alex. Without memory, there can be no retribution. Oh, God damn it. We just got a sub or something like that. I'll figure out what it is in a second. Uh, Rotten. Alex, how are you, sir? I'm great, but I got to keep it down because it's past my bedtime. No doubt, <laughs> sir. No doubt. Next, we got Javi. When it screams, our feature beams virus. How are you? Yeah, Javi? I'm good. Very nice. Good to be nice. on the cast again. And then finally, we got Joey. Lots of extra credit assignments. Johnson, Joey, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Fuck I'm yeah. Here. It is late at night, guys. We watched the midnight movie known <laughs> as Popcorn, release date February 1st, 1991, with a running time of 91 minutes, box office $4,205. Synopsis <laughs> A master disguised deranged killer begins killing off the college students who are organizing a horror movie marathon in an abandoned theater. Let's it's- just call that like plot spoiler. That is more than enough. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty yeah. much the thing. It didn't give away Toby, so we're good. So, <laughs> you just did. Oh my bad, I fucked up. All right, let's watch the trailer. <laughs> this movie feel like 120 minutes. Anybody else? Uh, I had the exact opposite take, dude. I feel like this is such an easy watch. I love it. Before the horror of Halloween. Oh, before Halloween. Before the feature of Friday the 13th. I can't believe they just show that mask. That really gives it away. Oh, it totally gives it away. They show the mask at the beginning of the movie and gives it away. Of a nightmare on oh, I guess I missed that because I was like Before really you, into it when I saw that. There was... Funniest effect in the whole movie. And it also makes zero fucking sense in the overall storyline. Oh, yes. There's something happening. I've been looking for all of my life. There's smoke. Someone takes her hand. She's running. The same man comes towards her. Oh, fucking D. Wallace up in here. I remember the whole thing. Was that Winona Ryder? 
Nope, just Sherlin, baby. What's up, Jay? Jay. And they show the kill without his mask. They give away a lot. the whole fucking movie. And every single kill in them. That was a whole movie, that was in a box. <laughs> they showed everything except for the cool ass band. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, band. Did no anyone else make popcorn? Oh shit! It's Jay popcorn <laughs> McClintock up in there. Fuck, fucking got it going. All right, guys, what's your history with the movie Jay? We'll start with you. You've got history. Yeah, with finish with me, baby. I will finish with you, baby. All right, who's got history other than Jay? Nobody. Jay, go ahead. Who's got history with the movie? Alex, you said you saw it three months ago. Who said they saw it? No, I saw it. I saw it about three months ago. Yeah. Okay. uh, this is one that like somehow escaped me. I've seen the poster before, and it's got like one of the coolest movie posters ever, though that trailer was awful because it showed way too much. But uh during COVID, I got this like really badass poster. Nice. Or I'm sorry, puzzle, which I don't know if I'm going to be able to do, go up on screen. But this is just like tons of uh, classic horror movies, but not like ma- necessarily like the big mainstream ones. Oh, like shit, that's pretty dope. Like B for instance, popcorn is on this. Uh, yeah, right, I see in that the corner. Yeah, bottom right. So doing this puzzle over COVID, like there's a bunch of movies on here that I've been kind of just like slowly working my way through. Uh, and as soon as this one popped up on Shutter, I was like sold. I'm in. And uh, man, I love this movie. Like it. Like I watched it three months ago. I think I've watched it once in between now and then tonight, just before we uh, podcasted on it. And uh, I, this is the perfect amount of like, it's not great, but they're just, you can tell everybody making it had a really damn good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. And it's a fun watch. It's a quick watch and it's a fun watch. All right. Anyone else got history before we get to Jay? No? All right, Jay, what's your history with popcorn? <laughs> well, uh, you know, it came out. Uh, so there's a very popular uh, thing to do uh, back in the 80s and 90s for Super Bowls where they would go and say, uh, they go to the uh, winning quarterback and go, what are you going to do now? You want the Super Bowl? And they go be like, I'm going to Disneyland. Disneyland. But they have this amazing TV spot for this movie, which came out, I think, about a month later after the Super Bowl. And they asked the winning quarterback, who was obviously not the winning Super Bowl, and said, what are you going to go see? And he goes, I'm going to go see Popcorn. And then they immediately shifted <laughs> to this trailer. And uh, this came out in 1991. So it's a 31-year-old movie. And I was like, well, that's really cool. I was in summer camp at the time. I was mm, right around 10 years old. And I was like, I want to see this movie. I didn't see it, but then about um, seven years, seven or eight years later, I was at a video store in Plano called uh, Video Update, and uh, it was like they kind of saw the the signs on the. They kind of like saw what's going on in the world today, and they were like, "Yeah, we're not going to be here much longer." So I went up there and I had popcorn, <laughs> and I was like, "I want to rent this movie." And they go, "How many days do you want to rent it?" And I was like, "Uh, eh, probably three. They're like, "All right, that'll be." Two ten, two dollars and ten cents. They just already knew uh, that the video, the video store was dying, so I watched it, and uh, yeah, I loved it. It's got Jill Sholin. Jill Sholin, um, she was in a ton of uh, pretty, pretty mundane movies in the late eighties. She was in Cutting Class with Brad Pitt. 
She was in the Family Opera remake with Robert Englund. She was in Popcorn, and she was also in the original Stepfather. So she is a very underrated screen queen that had a very small, like, as far as, like, film career goes. She actually dated Brad Pitt for a little bit in the late 80s, and then she just kind of went, went the way of the, dado, the dodo. So <laughs> she was like, she had her fun, and then all of a sudden, she was just never heard of again. But this sure. is probably her... She died? This is, this is probably her final movie of that entire era. Might have been one of her last, like, film roles, period. And what a great movie to end on. Yeah, in my opinion. And that's the brunette, I take it? The uh, main character? Maggie. Maggie? Yeah, she's she's right Sarah. there on the poster. She's Sarah. literally the main character. Yeah, she's pretty okay in this movie. I would say there's somebody else who steals the movie. We'll get into the, discover the discussion here. Enjoying this episode? Go check out Geekster, a dating and friends app for geeks that focuses on common interests as a way to make meaningful connections. Download today on the App Store or click the link in the description to find out more. Geekster, this is what happens when nerds collide. Geekster, available on iOS and Android. Yeah, popcorn begins with a bunch of uh, with a nightmare scene, I guess you should say, where you get to hear Sarah played in slow motion. Oh, very uh, Twin over. Peaks, David Lynch. <laughs> yes, <very laughs> absolutely, great. totally great. Yeah. Totally <laughs> great. Feeling that vibe, and. Yeah, the dream goes into it, and then we get to see D. Wallace and her sweet titties, because D. Wallace is the shit, and she's smoking hot. And how, she played everyone's mom in the eighties and nineties, didn't she? Isn't that kind of like the the role that she was born to play? Absolutely, I would totally agree. She was in what was it, Cujo? Yeah, Cujo, yeah. E.T., and every other movie too. She just she was had, uh, she was born, I believe, in nineteen forty eight. So. Uh, was like she my a parent, queen too? Yeah, but like my parents, like I was, I was a little bit older. Like I mean, not I was a little bit older. My parents were a little bit older when they had me. Uh, <laughs> my, my mom was thirty three. My dad was thirty two, and so D. Wallace Stone, she's in this movie. Oh, we always like I always like watch movies like uh, Cujo and a few other ones where she's definitely a little bit older. It's like okay, well. I'm in that wheelhouse, but yeah, she's definitely uh, she's definitely there. She uh, yeah, she was like yeah, about 42, 43 when when this movie came out. And it was like uh, she she had her run, but then you know obviously her start kind of faded a little bit. Yeah, but, but she's still but she's dude, hot. dude, this is her today. Like this is yeah. this year. Like that's yeah. pretty impressive. She can honestly. still get it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. look that up. I'm yeah, looking she, at her too. Yeah, <laughs> Since what's she said your, 1948, I'm like, would I? <laughs> how how what's her actual birthday? Does anyone know what's her uh what's December her December 14th, 1948? She's <laughs> damn old. Joe, you were on top of that. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I know, man. Like I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to I'm not trying to move the room down, but like I, I just like it's obviously I'm the birthday guy. It's one of my little, you know, autistic things, I guess. <laughs> but uh yeah, she was she was amazing. If you, uh, we, we should definitely do Kuja at some point on the cast because that oh, yeah. is a phenomenal. It's one of the probably top five best Stephen King adaptations yeah. to uh, to screen period. But yeah, just uh, Jill Sholin, dude, dude, what a powerhouse acting job she does in this movie. She runs it. 
She's the main character, and it almost feels like she knew, like, she was going to leave the film industry pretty soon after this, when I think it shows. I like her squeaky voice. She's got that, like, raspy, <laughs> Denise Moore kind of voice where she's talking, and all of a sudden she starts rasping it up. I thought like, preview, best, preview, oh, I can't even say it, my bad. A preview, Besson, boy. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly wow. what I to do. What did I um, walk into? Uh, <laughs> But no, no, she's she's very good in this movie. Uh, but like I said, she's overshowered uh, or overshowed by one of the strongest performances and or worst performances in this movie, which would be that of Toby. And Toby, <laughs> who, spoilers, is the bad guy, is abundant in energy and overacting. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. So the history of that character, Jay, you want to go into that a little bit, too? Well, it's Tom Villard, right? That's his. Yeah. Uh, that's his. Uh, yeah. His real name. Well, Tom Lard. What the only other movie I have any reference from of him at this time was One Crazy Summer, which is one of the Cusack classics of the eighties. You got uh, Better Off Dead. You got One Crazy Summer, and you got uh, Say Anything. Those are the three big John Cusack movies of the eighties, and when he was just a high school kid doing this thing, Tom Lard played. Uh, the brother of Bobcat Goldthwait in One Crazy Summer. Um, also, Tom Villard uh, was, and we're going to use the word was a lot in this this cast, uh, he was a very, he was actually a very openly gay man. And uh, during the production of this movie, he was dying of AIDS. And uh, he went on Entertainment Tonight during the production of this movie, telling everybody, he's like, yes, I have AIDS, and yeah, I need help. And uh, a lot of y'all may or may not, like, Joey, like, you are born in the 90s, right? Yeah, 90. Well, yeah, and, and then, uh, Alex, you are born in 95, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, late 80s, early 90s, like, if you told the world you had AIDS, it was basically like a death sentence for your career if you were in the entertainment industry. Magic um, Johnson, dude. Oh, dude. But Magic Johnson was like, he was the bridge. He was they the were bridge. wearing like referees. I remember when that happened. Referees were wearing like gloves. It was like, it was like, absolutely, like masks. Like they didn't want to touch the basketball after him. Right? Absolutely. You know, they called that, they called the AIDS the gay virus, they, all this other stuff. And I was, you know, I, this movie came out when I was 10. But even then, it was very, absolutely mm-hmm. very taboo. To, like we, we didn't know anything about AIDS. And, Tom Villard, he's in this movie where he's the, the bad guy in a horror movie. And so, you know, Tom Villard, he, he was dying of AIDS this time. He died, uh, I think, uh, three or four years later after this movie. But no one would give him a job. They were so terrified, quote unquote, give him a job. You know, I'm not going to say they were right or whatever, but, you know, he, he was definitely pigeonholed he was he was outwardly gay he was he was he was proud of it and he was also uh, he was in, in the army now and also <laughs> did you say shakes the clown because that's another bobcat absolutely that's what very true it? yeah he wasn't shakes the clown wait was yeah, he in the army, army now with paulie shore who he, we he, played, he, he, play, he played kind of a <laughs> bit part he was like a salesman in that movie but like yeah, that, I, I think that. i i think i'm not mistaken i think that might have been his last role because he he died in like he died in 1995 or then. Hey, <clears throat> how much money did this movie make, Doug? Did you say? 
Uh, Not enough to curate. (laughs) 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 I was just going to say, what a way to sell movie tickets. I got AIDS. Go watch my fucking movie. Yeah, Yeah, dude, they're in the movie. They're like just trying to save the film department. Surely a guy dying is going to raise more money than that, right? Right. Think about it. Like All the things you have to do to make a movie. All the different like bureaucratic red tape you have to do. And Don Villard, not only did he get to be in this movie where they knew he was dying of AIDS, he got to be the villain. This movie is extremely progressive uh, for 1991. Trust me, 31 can, years ago. This you is, can tell he, he tried his heart out on that. He was on that stage really acting. Acted his fucking ass off, dude. And, and the question steals is, this movie. is it too much acting or is it just the right I amount? I think it was too much. The one who steals the movie is actually the tenant that is uh, Toby's tenant. I thought he was phenomenal. Oh, you mean, I mean the landlord? The landlord. Yeah, it's also landlord. it's a B movie, so overacting is exactly what you wanted. Right. You know? that yeah. Means- I don't if you, got- you want to talk, if you want to talk overacting, I don't know like her actual voice, but Kelly Joe Mentor, Mentor, the one that played the black girl, oh, like was horrible. so over the top with. And I looked it up. I was like, is she actually black? Because it was so over the top. First off, she's from Jersey. <laughs> she's from yeah. Jersey, so like some of that checks out. Right, but I was just waiting. I was waiting so hard for it to be Toby in blackface, just doing that <laughs> over, over the top black girl character. Dude, I love the scene though, where like she has the like she's handling like the big like thug bully dude, and she's like, "You would never hit a woman." I've been waiting to hear you say that. <laughs> That's such a great scene with her. Dude. Well, well, at the time, Kelly Joe Manor would just come off of Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5. Came out in 1989, around July, August, 89. She was not only Lisa Wilcox's best friend in the movie, she was also one of the few that survived the movie. So, at the time, um, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 had uh, Ken's a Ghost playing Kincaid, which is, you know, we obviously love Dream Warriors. That's a great movie. But uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, Kelly Joe Manor, uh, she'd come off of summer school a couple years earlier. Mark she was Thomas. in, yeah, yeah, absolutely. She was in, uh, she was in, uh, Never Not Street Five. She was Lisa Wilcox's best friend. She lives, so she had a little bit of clout going into this movie, and then she also survives this movie as well. So, uh, yeah, she she had a little bit of that, you know, that big dick energy going into this movie because she was like, uh, I've done some things. And I think it was pretty, I, I think it was pretty dessert. She might have worked a little bit, but, you know, she, she had her chops. And then eight months after this movie, she did one of the greatest horror movies of all time, People Under the Stairs. The stairs. She yeah. survived but, that too. So I'm saying like, yeah, she, she had some clout. She definitely had some clout, in my opinion. Yeah, and I like the theater. I like it felt like the Texas theater, which me and Alex and Jay went to recently. Uh, it had that feeling of just like they say, like it's a theater to be condemned and torn down. It felt like that. Now, I don't believe they fixed it up in a montage. Like it would have taken much more work than that. Was it 80s montage? Come on. 90s montage, bro. 90s montage. My bad, my bad. Was the theater haunted? That's what I didn't understand. Okay, why does the possessor, why does the marquee drop all the the letters off of it and then it says possessor? That makes no sense. Was that her? One of the producer's friends showed them a cool trick that they learned and he had to put it in the movie. (laughs) Was it the acid? 
She was hallucinating the whole time. Well, that's why yeah. maybe she was so worked up that she thought it said possessed her. That's a, I, like mm. it makes no sense within the the scope of the rest of the movie. But it is. And then possessor is a better name than the grabber. Yes, yes, <laughs> for sure. It's for just sure. right there. It's at the same back. Possessor is probably a better name than popcorn. But hey, popcorn's a fun name. Um, dude, popcorn is a great name, dude. Yeah, I like. Well, I mean, you look at the time. Like all we ever think about when it comes to movie theaters, obviously in the late '80s, early '90s, it's popcorn. So, like they just said, "Fuck." This movie got a little bit of a release. How much did it make, Duck? It was like four thousand five hundred or four million five hundred. I, I might read it wrong. You said four thousand, which was hilarious. Four, it was four, four million, million <laughs> four million two hundred and five thousand. That's what it made. I mean, yeah. I mean, like. Granted, we just didn't have that many theaters back then. I mean, I couldn't tell you what the like. I guess in 1991, the biggest movie of all time was probably E.T. Yeah, I would say it was probably E.T. So you don't you don't get much bigger movies. But the fact that this little movie got a uh, a little release, it made four billion. It's like whatever. That's probably aligned with most of other the Jill Sholin uh, on Rants. She like she almost. She almost she always came this close to being a scream queen, and I and this is what I mean by that. So she was in Stepfather, which was a pretty fun little series of movies. And then she was in Cutting Class with uh, Brad Pitt. Then she was in Family Opera, where Robert England played the Family of the Opera, like he was trying to, I guess, to some extent, trying to get away from the Freddy Krueger role. <laughs> and then she finally went out with uh, with popcorn. So she never quite got to that formidable screen queen status. But now, 30 years later, we're doing movies about her. So, like, it was like she was investing. I like the idea of her watching this and being like, fuck yeah, my time is made, I made it. I made it. I like the idea of this being a remake. A remake of what? Like, like now, like if they remade it now. Oh man, popcorn oh, yeah. is a remake. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea, Raph. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. So we yeah, gotta talk I'm about. I'm a big the... fan of. I'm a big fan of the idea of turning mediocre movies into better remake. Like let's us like split to like rent out a gymnasium and make like a hundred dollar version of this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of Halloween decorations. I'll donate. We can make Just this happen. Do it. Uh, the movies within the movie I like quite a bit. M- Man, Squido. Uh, I'd rather watch that one. The Electric I was Man. Say, some of those movies looked cooler than the actual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the actor who was playing the Electrified Man, he was just that like, was I think we gotta go. Well, I thought he was fucking retarded awesome. too. Yeah. yeah, he was fucking awesome. Well, longest he's, about was William he's got a he's got a little bit of a Scream King kind of uh, remake himself. He was the guy who got fucking. Ripped in half by the car in Christine, the John oh, Carpenter nice. movie. A good one, yes. And I don't, I, I haven't seen the Tingler yet, but the Tingler was in Black Phone, uh, which we watched last week. And they said I was reading something about how the electric guy or whatever was a was an ode or nod to Black, or not Black Phone, to the Tingler also. So, oh, from Popcorn, that's amazing. Yes. So what it is is the Tingler had the electrified chairs. 
So okay. whenever people would watch the movie, the tingle in the audience, they would electrify the seats. I'm, so I'm that's pretty sure they just the, vibrated for what it's worth. It yeah, made thank you. Actually, getting yeah, you're right. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't actually zap them like the way they did it. It was just to scare people. But like it was during that time that they were doing, you know, like in 3D arama or whatever it is. And this movie, that's what I like about it is it does bring back that sci-fi 50s and early horror movie kind of thing where they did the whatever they could like during the house of haunted hill the original vincent price movie when the skeleton shows up the end out of the vast of acid they would actually dangle skeletons throughout the audience and stuff like that so so they would do cool things like that uh back in the day to get people into the movies they come out in outfits and like chase them if they were monsters Uh, bobby frisky told the story about you know night of the slithis you know they had the slithis costume in the movie theater and they wore it during the movie so it was just this fun way to get people more involved in the movies and that's you know, when you watch the audience in this movie and how much fun they're having, I'm like wishing I was with an audience yeah. like them because it's the perfect horror movie audience. Like they're dressed up, that guy's got the puking double head, all the cool stuff that's going on. So it's just, just you gotta respect them. a movie, a movie that knows exactly what it is. You know, it's a B movie featuring fake B films in it. You know, it's it's sure, a very yeah. it's a self-aware movie, except it it's kind of got that scream kind of uh i know what you did last summer thing except the the like the characters don't know they're in the tropes of a horror movie do you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. And it's they're very, not it's not as self-aware yeah yeah it's definitely an early meta movie though uh oh, it's like, also uh, very respectful to like its audience it, it knowing what it is it like really pays homage to its audience in a way, I, I I really liked it. Like the the crowd that was in the movie theater feels super authentic. I mean, it's it's exactly what a midnight movie would be like. I mean, it, I feel like I, the majority really cool. of us would be stoked to go to a, a event like this. Like that, yeah, would be exactly. That all of us would be like, hell yeah, let's make a paper mache head or something. To, like, I, I felt I, like <laughs> I I could like point at the audience and be like, oh, that guy's me right there, you know. Right. Oh, I imagine uh, every time Miles goes to the theater and eats acid, it's like this. <laughs> One, well, to uh, to answer a lot of y'all's questions is like, so let's look at the movies that came out after this. So this movie came out in, I believe, uh, uh, Doug, check the uh, release date for February fourth, nineteen ninety one. I believe I said. Okay, so here February we go. First, all right. Here's a little. Here's your lesson. So uh, I believe it was nineteen ninety one, September or October. Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare came out. That was the final Freddy's Nightmare movie until you know whatever. New Nightmare. Two, uh, three years later. Two years later, uh, Jason Goes to Hell came out in like August. Like this movie, kind of like was. It kind of saw the end of the slasher genre. It's a little meta that way. That I kind of knew that like everything was gonna. It, we we know that it's kind of coming to an end. And then all of a sudden, five years later, Scream came out. Well, can we talk about the kills in this movie? They weren't oh. bad. The oh man, yeah. through that yeah, guy about- in the beginning yeah. was pretty solid. Yeah, you know, the mosquito. Yeah, the man Squido went right through him. The man Squido, boom. These were definitely Whoa. kills to where, like, if you saw this with an audience, people would be going like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Shit. And they were and designed that way, for that. Yeah. When she kisses the guy and she bites that off was his crazy. lips. And then, and then he kills her and then he puppets her. And she's like, shh. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. Yeah. The movie, dude. 
I thought that I, was I didn't good. really like the corniest one, which I think was the electric chair one, where he like gets strapped to the thing. <laughs> that like, was the best. That's the best scene, though. I love it. Yeah, like the, the tension build they build with the lights awesome. is amazing. Even let's talk about how they killed Toby. He kills Toby with the mosquito and electric. And electric. The stench, yeah. the stench yeah. has nothing to do. Well, the, if thought... you count the fact that it was the mosquitoes proboscis or whatever, it's his nose. I guess you could oh. add a stench. So all three happens where it's the mosquito. The yeah, the stench and the electricity. So if I figured I can, all three played into it. It's if like I can say one thing game. about, if I can say one thing about Toby, ten minutes in the movie, I did write Toby is retarded. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's exuberant. I get that. The, no, he the was man's going through chemo, Raph. Don't well, yeah. No, no, no. But he was also Jesus he, Christ. He was very much very like the same way, very excitable in uh, one crazy summer where you know. Obviously, have any of y'all ever seen One of Crazy Summer? Anybody? Yeah. No. What? Yes. No. no. Okay. So, Miles, no. yes. Well, he plays the brother of uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. And in the movie, he gets his ass kicked. And uh, Bobcat Goldthwait gets really pissed. And as a result, they find a Ferrari and fuck it up, which helps the, the team win. But uh, again, I don't know if that has anything to do with like, this like the way he feels about his his brother. But the other thing about this movie is that it also came out the same year as another movie, which dealt with. Uh, <laughs> dealt with uh, themes of uh, homosexuality and uh, you know. You know, mutilation, and that movie was Signs of the Lambs. <laughs> this movie came out the exact same year as Signs of the Lambs. However, at the same time, I think that, you know, obviously Jonathan Demi was on top of his game. And I think that, uh, I think that, uh, you know, like <clears throat> they, 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 they went a different way, but no one knew. Like the, the mainstream didn't know that, you know, Toby, the actor playing Toby, was really dealing with this at the time. And I think that a lot of it had to do with his uh, with with the shame he had at the time. Because like yeah. he really did he really he really thought he was gonna die like within like any month. He really did. He, but he said like he would go to school and wear that makeup. That's what I found odd. As a kid, he had to wear this prosthetics. Yes. Like that's so he had a normal implied. life, right? Or... Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, but it's the 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 having to put it on every day and knowing that the true monster is underneath it. You know that I mean? was that was very meta where he was like, Yeah, like I don't know how long he had a I don't know how long he knew he had AIDS for this movie, but he was just like, Yep, uh like in Entertainment Tonight in nineteen ninety one, he was like, Yep. I have AIDS and yeah, wow. I need help. And people will not work with me. Like it was, it was a cry for help for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, for like sure. The, the character. Real quick, if I could, Duck. Sorry, I thought it was interesting though that Jay brought up that Silence of the Lambs came out the same uh, year because I think that kind of furthers your point that you made yeah. earlier that popcorn uh, really is kind of a uh, like a send off to the slashers. And the Silence of the Lamb is so vastly different from the slashers that we were getting at that time. It really shifted that uh, where we were in horror and in, in that in that decade. 
Yeah, absolutely. My favorite kill in this one had to be that toilet bomb. We have some takes. Yeah, toilet bomb. <laughs> How about him pissing on his leg right before? Did, uh, Dude, that, that was, was the best. Be honest. Have you ever had somebody so That's actually how you spread the AIDS. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had anyone piss on your leg before? I'm just saying. It's yeah. not fun. No. No. It's not a pleasure. I pissed on my own leg. Yeah, pissed yep. on my own leg a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right well let's talk about toby is he over the top and or is he perfect for this movie he's perfect it, for both. this movie absolutely ahead, perfect. you haven't talked absolutely about perfect both got hobbs i just love how fucking theatrical he was i love that everything was a big show and spectacles like one day i'm gonna be the star of our town kind of like over the topness and i really like yeah. that killer and at the end of it, he wanted the audience's approval. He was like, you want me to kill her? Huh? Come on. He's like, did anybody really more sinister Gallagher? And uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody else see Jim Carrey at the end? What? Jim just... Carrey was in there? Yeah. No, no. Like his performance was. Were you high? Like Jim... oh, yeah. Well, very high. No, I mean. <laughs> yeah, did we put on that mask and he had a yellow suit all of a sudden? It was weird. <laughs> Showtime. Yeah, I mean, like, I only have, like, literally, I'm like, I'm not, I only know this movie and uh, One Current Summer for uh, Tom Ballard, uh, as far as I know. And he went from, you know, the brother of Bobby Goldthwait in that movie, and then all of a sudden he's the bad guy in this, but his his, his whole transition in this from, you know, just, you know, one one of the Scooby gang, to becoming one of the obviously the the killer it was very dramatic and i think it kind of related to his life and yeah. i think that uh yeah, yeah i think you're right though i think you yeah, i didn't see it right. coming i didn't think he was the killer at all that that that, that threw i didn't me off. to be fair i didn't see it coming either in fact i was kind of yeah. like this is stupid <laughs> that's how much i didn't see it coming i was like Okay, this is the twist. Yeah. All right, let me hear him monologue for a half hour about why, which I was fine I, with that. Everything was glad, said and done. I am glad they like twisted their way out of the father thing, though, because there's yeah. after I, I hate that so much with you know post Star Wars era of just like the easy <laughs> way out with like even you know Batman a lot of where like how small are these worlds where there's always a father, always a relative. That I'm, I like that they twisted got their way out of that, but there yeah, was a yeah. lot of it felt like unnecessary shit like that for sure. But at the same time, guys, okay, think about it. It's 30 years ago, 1991. No internet, nothing. So, like <laughs> today, you're like, oh, if, if, uh, if Tom Blard said he was, you know, gay with AIDS, and, <laughs> but no, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Good, Jake. I'm good with this. I'm sorry, Gateway's got me. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all would know about it immediately. Nine ninety one, you wouldn't, because uh, obviously there was an internet. And guess what? Who gives a shit? He did this movie. He crushed this thing. I haven't heard of a single like civil suit or anything where anyone was like, they were like, oh well, he was close to me. That was a real fear. That's a real fear for Absolutely. a lot of actors back in the early 90s. They'd be like, oh, well, you know, uh, 
they they happen to be all the set of us. What really bothered me about this fucking film was was it haunted or not? My fucking fucking what's up? What's up? Who are you talking to? What's up? All right, go ahead, Raph. What were you saying? No, I was just saying it really bothers me if it was haunted or not. Because at the end, if Toby was the one doing all the killings and all this stuff, it was there was no hauntings, right? No, no, dude. There was no there was no supernatural. Well timed earthquake. Her dreams, her dreams were just trauma. <laughs> yeah, her dreams were just trauma. That was the only what yeah. seemed like it could have been superficial, and it was just her trauma of the experience. It was her memory coming back of what happened so many years ago. He wasn't doing a Freddy Krueger on her either, because that was another thing. She kept seeing him. I think that was just her trauma, though. Yeah, I agree. I think that was, yeah, I think Joey's dead on. Okay. Yeah. They have a a movie with the uh, (laughs) ritual sacrifice, and that was a horrible student movie. Now, that movie sucked. (laughs) Which which movie? The Possessor? Yeah, the, 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 the movie that, like, Toby uses is, uh, as his, like, uh, homage for it. And, like, oh, yeah. did you notice how, like, he didn't even stab or he didn't even do his thing, like, the same way? Like, that was, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Alex, what did you think of the movie overall? You said you didn't like it. No, I loved it. Oh, I watched said it they didn't like it. No, I, I said I couldn't just wait Raph. to talk about Raph it. Just Raph. Raph said he didn't like it. No, I, I loved it. I actually loved this movie. It was pretty fun. <laughs> I, I loved the overacting. I loved all the kills. I loved the soundtrack for the movie. I loved the characters, even though a lot of them were like bad actors. I think so this is I, perfect. This is a perfect get drunk with your friends and watch for it. Sure, and, like a party yep. movie. Yeah. I would own this movie next to. I I think this is a great Halloween movie too. Yes, I this put movie this made me sad. This movie demons. made me sad. I couldn't smoke weed. Like this is a, this is <laughs> oh, the movie that made me sad. I'm on top. I was Joey. Joey, can you not smoke buddy. weed right now or what? Probation, no. Nah, so I ate mushrooms. Gotcha. <laughs> you. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's a it's a fun movie. I like the shots of the audience reacting to the movies. I like the the fake movies. I like when the guy gets his brain sucked out. That was great, dude. That yes, the, the fake movies were great. Fantastic. Yeah. Also, the the stench being like an Asian dubbed like, yeah, yeah. Time, like feeling like old <laughs> yeah. King Kong Godzilla, like that ruled. Oh yeah, it's awesome. And then just the whole the whole premise of it, like you guys said, we would totally be there at that midnight movie. Fuck we'd yeah. be chilling. We'd be having fun with it. Raph, you got a list of things? I know you've been going down them. Yeah, uh, one of the things that um, the films being shown reminded me of was the Grindhouse movies. Yeah, I, I, I know it was after, but that's what I thought about. It was pretty dope. No, no, no. Grindhouse movies were before this, so that's totally what they were doing. Yeah, he's acting for your shit talking notes, <laughs> which you were, but they're very good, though. Raphael, I can bullshit. Your shit talking notes was like, He's got a point. He's got a point. He's asking for your shit talking notes. Let's hear it. Yeah, Raph. Bust out their shit talking oh. <laughs> Okay. Well, I hated the actress. She was horrible in this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hated the soundtrack. It was not fun. Um, you like reggae music? <laughs> bro, I looked up. I looked up. Yeah. That was a real band. You like the old reggae, reggae band? Was awesome. Wait, was it a real band? When Dude, I, I read it was about a real that. band that yeah. was absolutely a real band. They well, were like, film... they, they showed the production, they were like, 
They're like, we're gonna, you're gonna play this whole set in the theaters. Like, they're like, okay. And so they did it in front of all these extras, and they're like, okay, they just did the, they just did a set. They just did it, and y'all nice. saw it. Y'all saw the the clips from it, but they're like, okay, cool. So they did their set. They got paid, and they left. Well, the, the whole go. movie was filmed in Jamaica. That's why they ended yeah. up getting the band. So. Yeah, I love the idea of a reggae Halloween party too. That's that's going on my list yeah, of things I to do. Just didn't understand why these white people were listening to reggae in the suburbia. Why people like not? reggae again? A progressive <laughs> movie. A progressive on, 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 movie on Halloween. On Halloween. Uh, the single black girl in it just fucking bothered the shit out of me because they had to have her say the black lines. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was over, very, very over. But then again, no. I looked it up. She's from Jersey and spent her life in like juvenile, like like in a child's home in Jersey. So well, she was pretty. She wasn't Kel- even acting. It sounds well, like. Well, Kelly Chomer. Okay, again, she was in summer school. She was in Down Now She Brought Five. She was in People on the Stairs. Kelly Chomer just she she had her little ditch back in the late eighties, and she did pretty good with it. But I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, Expand how they cast her, but that was your roles. So then the um, film says, "Do not open," and those fucking white people open it. Well, that tracks. <laughs> we do do that type of shit. Yeah, it's ah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That actually is on point. Yeah, yeah, that's what our people. I know do. how many I times know, we're like, you can tell me what to do. With them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how many times I removed the "do not remove" tag on a couch? <laughs> <laughs> like it's you, like you won't it's find fucking... a mattress I owned with a fucking tag still on it. That's for sure. No doubt. Oh, uh, so then um, I did like when she went downstairs and the lights went out, and then she start she started getting scared, and then Toby got her. Um, that was a pretty cool scene. Well, we didn't even talk about Mark, like the fucking boyfriend. I hate it, Mark, bro. I was about to get to him. All right, Mark gets keeps getting his ass kicked. I thought that was great. The one thing I liked about this five movie times was, I did, I counted this time. Five <laughs> times. Yes, ass kicked five I, times. Okay, here's the thing for a male protagonist to get his ass kicked five times. Another thing that was like boom, very uh landmark for this movie. He gets his ass kicked so much in this movie. I mean, like, like he's not like, like that's again ahead of its time. All right. Dude, I will say but I then, would have been completely satisfied if the conclusion of this film was that like it was all happening in his like very traumatized head. Like, like his essentially CTE. This was CTE, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just See, I was hoping, to a chair. I was hoping when he took out the possessor, it would be an accident, like him falling over something, or because because like he's fallen, he's like got fucked up five times, and then suddenly this man can scale a whole theater like he's fucking Spider Man. Suddenly he has the most luck ever. <laughs> can you imagine if they changed it from reggae to like Benny Hill music? Though I think that would have really. <laughs> Totally, dude. That's fucking awesome. I didn't think about that. He did have much luck on the fucking climbing the sign, though. That that cracks me up. But then he knocks over the boxes and throws down the man's guido and then possessors <laughs> out. So uh, what else you got, Raph? What other shit notes or whatever Jay called him? Uh, <laughs> talking notes. Or- oh, yeah. When the when the mom was talking, she had tape over her fucking mouth. But you can hear. OK, the cast alone where he 
put her with the gun pointing out still was one of the most ridiculous things of this movie. And I fucking love yeah. it. And it's then like I spiral, really thought, dude. Like it's like the Chris Rock saw movie. Yeah. yeah. Went yeah. at the end with the J or uh, with uh, Samuel Jackson. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. he's like puppeted to like look like he's pointing the gun at his son or whatever. Yeah. Or the ridiculous. cops. Jay, where'd you go? Maybe to throw up. Oh, okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are things like that in this movie that I like question at first, though, like the cast, uh, uh, the, how he has her in that cast. It's like ridiculous, but you're having so much fun with the movie. It's like who gives a shit? I mean, like I, 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 I know I kind of contradict myself a lot, but I will just forget about shit like that if I'm having a good enough time. Can we can we talk about Doctor M, the Monopoly Man, just disappearing from the plot? Yeah, was he involved with it? Was he the, like the second player of like because he well, he acts like he doesn't know Toby, he calls him Tony or something like that, and then he comes back through. He's like, oh yeah, Toby, and then Doctor <laughs> M, he had all this stuff, and then he had the do not open canister, which the white people open once again, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, he had to been like, yeah, there's no way Toby could have got around and done all that stuff while watching the projection booth. But then we hear nothing else of the guy. We don't the director's cut shows where he dies. I don't know. I don't, I, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I just, he, he had to have been the second player. It had to have been a scream situation where there were two killers. That's the way I kind of looked at it. But... Well, no, he finished, he finished the job. They uh, did the montage. They fixed the theater. Montage. They, they were using his costumes and he did his thing. They didn't need to kill him. He got paid. He left. He collected yeah. his check and bounced. That and that end. guy was in a bunch of movies in the early 90s, too. I can't think of any, but I, he's definitely Where's Jay? Jay, tell us. Yeah, I, we need Jay back. Uh, uh, there he is. Uh-oh. Did the Monopoly man have AIDS? <laughs> did? <laughs> and was he dying of it? <laughs> Jay, Mr. M, Dr. M, what do you know Dr. about him? M. What's that? Which question? Sorry. The actor, the actor, Dr. M, who played the, the old man who brought all the props. What do you never about showed back up in the movie? Well, I think that's just one of those things when it comes to old movie hats where you go, well, like, like, who cares? It's a little <laughs> bit of mystery. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, this obviously we all talk about it. This is a B movie. And, uh, it's I bet even the, I, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I think even the people who made this movie were like, "Holy shit, this is getting a the- theatrical release," but it got it. It made, you know, obviously a very, uh, <laughs> a very small sum. But they were like, "Yeah, it's your thing." It's your yeah, thing. I, I think he was a bread herring. He was supposed to kind of put you off the trail. You were supposed to think that he was even. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. So it is like, who's the Who's the biggest actor in this movie? The landlord. <laughs> You're all yeah, about that wait, landlord, wait, wait, rap. I would say D. Wallace. Got, what's that? Yeah, D. D. Wallace, D. Wallace would exactly. be my. Okay. my yeah. I would say Minter. Who's Minter? The black girl. A doc- doctor. Oh. Oh yeah, I think you might. Be oh, right. college Minter. Oh, who said that? Javi <laughs> did. I did. That was me. Javi, I think you're on to something. Yeah. Great minds. I think you might be right. That's <laughs> it. That, that might be because I mean, like, I mean, like, she did this movie. She kind of phoned in this movie, and that's okay. That's okay because this is the movie between uh, Nanoshi Part Five and People on the Stairs. Both directed by Wes Craven. <laughs> not not both directed by Wes Craven, but one was a Wes Craven property. And she got to go went to people on stage, which was actually 
directed by Wes Craven. So you think about that, uh, she's probably look guy. I don't mind it. But yeah, does she know. show her boobs in that? Nope, no need. <laughs> no, no need for the titties. No Jay, need. Do you, Jay, do you know how much we're appreciating how drunk you are right now? <laughs> I am. Look, here's the deal, guys. Can I? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it, just, it just hit him. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I can't tell you how much I love the fact that we're doing these midnight podcasts. <laughs> okay, so, like, like, can I just be just on the fucking front with you guys? Yes. Um, I rarely get to expose myself as drunk to, to my friends or my coworkers, like, like, like Doug. But yeah, I had a very long week, and oh, yeah, tonight we had a uh, we had a uh, you know uh, first Monday. It was a lot of fun, but yeah, I wanted to lose a little bit tonight. Yeah. Fuck yeah, and, yeah it was there for and, that. And, and I got to and I got to hang out with all my buds, and yeah, I'm I drink. Do another <laughs> shot and then fucking rally for the clips. But I'm a fun drunk. I'm not a yeah. mean drunk. You're a knowledgeable drunk, sir. Jesus you, you, you cover me with some popcorn knowledge. I'm a fuck you up. You trying to fucking correct me? But here's my thing. Here's my thing. I here's the thing. I'll say this much, man. I love, I love, love, love horror movies. And with a movie like Popcorn, if that's gonna be my first midnight movie with you guys. Dude, you could you couldn't pick a better movie for me to uh, just love with you guys. I'm, 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 I totally agree. All right, we're done with the conversation. That was beautiful. We're gonna move on to clips because no one is so going to y'all... top what Jay just fucking said and how he just fucking said it. So, no. agree, dude, agree. Like, like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Uh, this movie came out in 1991. I was 10 years old. Um, I love this movie and the fact that I get get fucking six of you assholes to just watch this. And we could just discuss that on any level. Seriously, ten year old Jay would have been like, "No one's gonna give a shit about this when you're forty one." Like he wouldn't have even said it. But anyway, any level, Jay, any level. Oh, All right, guys. guys, let's go down to see if yeah. we recommend this movie. Jay, I can already say you recommend it wholeheartedly. So, I don't, Back, don't I, speak for me. Oh my bad! Bitch slap me! Don't yeah, speak for me. All right, do you recommend it? I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's a slightly underrated gem for 1991. So you know, it's cool. I'd say you know, if you, if you ever come, fuck yeah, love it. I can't wait till I can't wait till Jay takes his mask off and it's Toby. <laughs> Holy shit! The greatest ruse ever. I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, you said it, not me. That's your ruse. Raph, Raph, do you recommend it? Uh, yeah, this is a movie I recommend. I recommend you watch it with Jay. Get him a cup of drink. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I agree. He's gonna fuck you up with that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. That was beautiful. That was. I, I want to be calling that for the next few days. Yeah. Yeah. Hobby, um, do you recommend the movie? Fuck yes, especially now after that <laughs> and this cast with Jay. Yes, absolutely. I recommend this movie. It's a yeah. fun watch. Fuck yeah, Alex. Do you recommend the movie? 
Absolutely. I love this movie. I'm already looking to buy it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Or does, does anyone know where we can actually buy the movie? Like yeah, online? Amazon, it's probably Blu-ray, it's probably yeah. not on Blu-ray or anything. I don't it know. is it is on Blu-ray. Whoa. No way. Right now for like 23 bucks. Yeah. As it deserves. Yeah. Miles, do you recommend it? Dude, I would be afraid not to at this point. <laughs> wow. yeah. so I, uh, I, I absolutely love this movie. I said it earlier, man. I, uh, I not only that, I think we as a group should try to get like a Halloween, like actual, like together watch party type of situation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. That'd be, be amazing. Uh, that gem. Do it at the improv. All right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Joey, do you recommend it? Yeah, absolutely. And I love, like I said, I love the meta. I love the films within the films. And uh, once off probation, I'm going to get high as hell and watch this. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Hey, everyone, it's just Duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. If you're enjoying it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just so you know, the next section of the podcast will be clips from the movie, so you can find replays of the live video stream at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. Once again, all links can be found in the description. Come check out our live stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And for a full list of future films, check out our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. And with that, back to the horror cast. All right, let's get to some clips of this bad boy. <laughs> we a dream. Dude, I think we had a really fucking great time with this bat this cast. <laughs> I love how all of her dreams start off with a Challenger exploding. <laughs> <laughs> so David Lynch. Like so David Lynch. Sarah. Why did you name your character Sarah? I was confused. I thought her name was Sarah, then it ended up being Maggie. So I was like, all right. I don't know. D Wallace, though, right? Still showing, though, dude. What a fucking screen plan. And what about that house, though? Fuck. Dude, yeah, Jill Sholin, I think, has more Scream Queen credits than Jamie Lee Curtis. Whoa. Damn straight. That's a Pick bold both, statement, dude. sir. Interesting. No, I really do. Toby's idea. Because Toby's come up with a great idea. Oh, Raph, yeah, I see what you mean about Toby? what you first yeah, thought about Toby. Oh, well, well, wait a minute. What yeah. makes you think people are going to pay six bucks to see some crappy old movie they wouldn't even rent for 99 cents? Because that you can't see mosquito dude, that perm is crisp. Uh, 3D. What's <laughs> what's say? The scariest <laughs> thing is every dude in the film club, every one of them has a perm, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy for Toby to pretend to be all of them because it's the same hair. Yeah. Hey, who, uh, who directed this movie? I don't know, but I'll find out. Let's go look at that. Yeah, give me one second. Let me pull it up. Whoa, well, here oh, we go. I cannot. Look at, <laughs> give, me, give me, give me look one at Duck's notes. <laughs> so I can just sprawl out. All right. Mark Curry. Joey got it first. Mark Curry, you said? Yep. Mark Curry? Mark Mr. Curry. Cooper? <laughs> Did you say Mr. Cooper? You said you said Mark, Mark Curry. Curry. Said Mark, I'm sorry, guys. Mark yeah. Curry. All right, Doctor M. Festival ready in three weeks. Yes, you can. Because I am here for help. <laughs> Cornelius Manwala. That's the guy from. Yeah, I forgot. That's Ray. All about that's, this uh, dude. That's Ray. That's uh, what's his name? Ray Winston. 
I believe. Is he actually the biggest actor in this film? But just yeah, he probably is. He was in the stand. Yeah. He was a big part of the stand. He was also in uh, Friday the Thirteenth to seek the the series. I'm sorry. Did he know. have AIDS? Hello, Tony. <laughs> I'm Toby. Tony. Yes. Toby. You know what? To be fair, Raph, you're right. I'm Toby. Yes, Here I am, the master chef of showmanship. Look how he's did. To turn those withered turkeys into a memorable movie. Is that a withered turkey feast. in the background? The film. Hello, what do we have here? Warning: Do not open. He didn't say anything. Hey, <laughs> let me do this shit. Sure. Oh. Must be a and then it's just weird porno. Yuck! Get the Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your idea of a porno? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pornos are you watching? Yeah, I mean, I'm sadness. not trying to judge, but that's sadness. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear. When I hear ASMR, this is what I think of. <laughs> I saw the uh, I saw the sadness. What was it? Um, you like it? It was something. Yeah, it was, it was definitely know, something. But if it's that scary, maybe we should show. This it one could have used some of that gore. Possessor. Look at that dude. He's Lenny suggesting Cage. it subtly there, like, ah, like oh, we should just show this weird movie. Back in the 60s. Yeah, the killer. Once again, a red herring. Make these weird avant-garde movies of each other staring into the camera, picking their noses, stuff like that. A lot of people were killed. I love how this guy's like an instant expert on this too. It's just out of nowhere. He is like the president of the drama department or whatever. He's super qualified. Yeah, he's kind of sure. a big actor. He's been a lot of. You can definitely tell. I'll put it this way: in popcorn, you can definitely tell he's the absolute most polished actor in the entire movie. Yeah, sneaky D. Mom, that's my nickname in high school. <laughs> <coughs> Bro, white lady just walking up to the theater with a gun. Yeah, can, can we talk about this lady was open carrying in California in 91? Bro. Yeah, no, you, I, they cut this part out, but a cop passes by and tells her to have a nice day. <laughs> she's, she, she, she's one of the Californians that moved to Texas during COVID. Wow. <laughs> Joe Rogan's her favorite Hot comedian. So they could have done with that bad thing. No! Lanyard. I saved my son from yeah, a I hated rabid the dog. Name. I hated that name, Lanyard. Why? Why? Is that like a, is that, is that a trigger word to you, bro? It's just fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Lanyard? Stupid fucking name. The Lanyard. day he quit Lanyard? the job where he no longer had to wear one, he swore he'd never say dude, that word again. I swear, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be wearing... Dude, Alex, I'm gonna be wearing Lanyard's Throughout. <laughs> who names their son Lanyard? That's my maiden name, bro. Why is <laughs> movie party? Let's go. I love this part. This is like a music video just cut into the middle of this. I thought like these yeah. and Butthead were gonna pop up. Yeah. And like, uh, uh. Then it came no, out for two and a half years later. Oh, that looks That's so rad, though. That, that is cool. uh, Seth Green. What time does the first show no. start? Check the shot clock, man. When no. it screams. I do love that, that shot clock. That is oh, awesome. I was going to say, shot clock is the coolest yeah. merch. Absolutely. I love if they the remake this clock. movie, they got to get uh, Bobby Moynihan to play the cripple. Absolutely. What? <laughs> the crip? <laughs> the crip the crip. Bad guy. 
Well, they already made it. It's called Scary Movie. Shocking as Possessor. Sarah. Possessor. Sarah. Dude, you just want to think Grindel is very definitely 90s. Look at those bangs. She's like, she's normal. Dude, look at them bangs. Like, that's just that's just filmed in Denton. <laughs> <laughs> it, she probably just went through a breakup, dude, so it's all right. Let's all, go the, let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a Silence your cell phones. Don't mind if I do. There's 91, dude. Silence your beepers. Yeah. Beepers? Beepers are around back then. It's like, whatever. Silence your car phones. Mosquito sucks. That's awesome. This was a cooler effect than anything in the movie. Mosquito kills. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's fun. Nice. It, Homeboy has to have a pretty solid understanding of electronics in 1991 to be able to reprogram his controller to like override the original controller to make this oh. go. That's where I kind of lost it with the reality of this movie, if I'm being honest. That's where you lost wow, it. Wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> They also installed like a whole electrical system into a bunch of chairs. And, yeah. Well, like, well, well hold, on, hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, Alex. Uh, there's a movie that came out about <laughs> two years later called Matinee, where they 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 literally that was the whole movie industry back in the fifties and sixties, where like producers of certain movies would come in and they would. They would engineer the entire theater to be in there and experience. Granted, uh, this movie can't be one of those. Right. Boom, boom, let's go. Lucky smack. That's <laughs> <laughs> like punch. Hey, man, you're in my seat. It is the judgment and sentence of this court. It's shit, asshole. You want to repeat that, pal? You. Huh? He was going to fuck him, right? Yeah, oh, totally. Oh yeah. That's like a tall Alex right there. This dude is like the most out of place though. Like the, the big thuggish guy, everybody else is having a good time and like relatively in good spirits and he's just like stealing people's girlfriends and like trying to fight. Yeah. He he was like yeah. The way he beast moded down the aisle and he's just like, You're my bitch now. And she was like, All right. <laughs> Best actor in the movie, hundred percent. He's the landlord. Corpuscles in the blood. Very good, Vernon. You want to inject me with this corpuscle? See if I can survive the chair. Is that it? He's like exactly. a weird version of Vaughn Defoe, and I, I kind of love it. it. it is. Yeah. I ain't going to heaven, Bobby. But I'll say hi to your dad. Have to say hello to your daddy. <laughs> Best line in the movie, man. Tell it to a man. Your thing. Bimbo. Dude, the effects on this one are cool. How about a quick? I like this, right here, this a lot. Little scream between us and I like how yeah, she was, was just a... like, oh, it's a little herpy. <laughs> Everybody always wonders how this I was the best war. Yeah. That's not even really. Does he look yeah. like the Brady Bunch right there? He does look oh. like the Brady Bunch. But, he looks like but, Bobby Brady. But, but let's talk about this. The fact that <laughs> that's the real actor. But he's got that little 
fucking tiny little imperfection. And we're like, oh, well, no, that's Killer. Uh, like, yeah, that's, that's Toby. That's a great effect. Awesome. Yeah, great, great reveal of the main villain, dude. But that's not, that's not the killer. That's Tony Parks, or whatever his name is, playing right, that role. Right, but he heals his face off. Especially at the end when they do it where he's, like, doing the constant switch. It's like the actors are, like, switching in and out with each other, which is really cool. Less yeah. is more. I like that little piece hanging off in there. Tina Puppet. <gasps> Tina, you scared This me. is great. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very clue-like. Very clue-like. Yeah. Oh, great movie. What great are you doing pool. up here? Securing the mosquito. Just being dirty. <laughs> Did you see anybody come into the box office after I left? <laughs> Mr. Davis. Where'd he go? Well, maybe I, could still I love that she buys it. Tina should start eating better. She looks like shit. Crispy <laughs> <laughs> wheels. Got my brakes. This is cute, Tina, but I have a queue in five minutes. Okay. Very kinky. What do you have? Oh my god. Super kinky. Watch. I thought this whole scene was the best part. The, the tension building is great. It's really good. This good. might be the best effects in the entire movie. Mm. And the build up, too. Dude, 91? That's pretty goddamn good. I don't know. He was kicking his legs there. Whatever, bro. James Wan saw this and was like, I'm going to build my career off of this. 91. Mm. 91. He's disintegrated. That's pretty good. Toby. Oh, oh, I'm Toby. Yeah, that's a good one right oh, here. Nearly Toby. The ear hanging off and shit. You'll have to yeah. live the sloppy craftsmanship. Actually, it takes hours every morning to prepare the perfect Toby. For Reminded me of Mission Impossible. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is your work. You don't like it, huh? You don't have to look. <laughs> don't, look, don't look at me! Pause <laughs> slightly. Pause slightly. All right. Your work. Back, pause. There you go. Um, another movie came out around this time. It's called <laughs> Little Monsters. Oh, that's with, a uh, with Fred Savage. Fred, Fred, Fred Savage. Yeah. And that's do you remember movie. the bad guy from that movie? Yes. Like how he actually also kind of looks like this guy. Yeah. Because you have the background noise, I I don't I don't know I don't know, but I think it might be somewhat related. It might be terrified me. Is it Howie Mandel? The, uh, the he's a monster. monster yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. I'm talking about the the he's main the bad guy. guy. The main bad guy had that weird fucking yeah. neck. Like yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, thinking. Boom. Don't have to look. <laughs> don't. That's look. pretty good right there. Don't look at me. <laughs> Don't Rick, look at me, Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. <laughs> Listen, Morty, we gotta stop <laughs> this popcorn shit from going. We gotta get some Szechuan sauce. Bro, why would you I'm just fix your leg? Because I'm trying to save this universe. Hey! 
Oh, God. I feel like in the event that this started happening, I would find a way to get my ass over that stall. You could just go underneath it, bro. Why didn't he go underneath it? They never actually show underneath it. So I can just, I can't say that that's open, but you could definitely get over the top. Uh, It's kids from the 90s. They couldn't. 100%. Rick Santiaz was ripped out of popcorn. She's in love. What do you think? About what? Toby, this was so great. Does he like me? I'm going through my own shit. I do not What's wrong with your voice? You sound so weird. All he needed was a good fuck, and he missed that. Uh, I got my own problems. Just leave me alone, all right? I got my own problems. Here. Overacting supreme. <laughs> He does have this is like where he's like Jim Carrey, like the Riddler yeah. for a little bit. Or like, yeah. I mean, oh, like the down. butcher from Gangs of the very Daniel Day Lewis kind of energy. <laughs> Whoopsie yeah. Daisy. That's <laughs> <laughs> like he's walking the Jay Sunfair fucking shirt. Yeah, yours is a bitch too. Well, he was 38 when that that scene happened. So he's like Oh, man, he's like three and a half years older than Daniel uh, Lewis. Um, he's yeah, he's he's obviously a lot older than them, and like he's got he's already got his old face mapped out. But yeah, like like he is well within like his final days of dying. No, he was not right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was makeup. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, like, when he was all messed up there, like he he knew that like they'd be okay with him because he didn't have anything like uh, exposed or anything. Trust me. So, like, he knew that like this was gonna be his like magnum opus of like this movie. So, granted, four years later he died, but like he knew this was like his like. This is his scene. Go on. Murder. Murder. The fuck did he stab there, dummy? It's uh, a watermelon. Fucking Gallagher? But not to your friends without the approval and the approbation of you, my audience. Even even back to us talking about if we were at this thing, all of us would have been like, yeah, kill yeah, that bitch. Kill kill yeah. That's the same exact yeah. thing. <laughs> Let me do it. The daring rescue. What an asshole. I love that the bumbling idiot boyfriend kind of low-key saved the day, though. Okay, okay, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Any movie that you'd have seen back in the day, that guy would have taken out Don Ballard, correct? Right. Yeah. But yet right. he took out boxes. <laughs> he's still he's still bumbling. Why do you think that was? That like again, 
That's like, we're going to take out boxes. Fuck you, John Blurred. We're going to take out boxes. Not you. Like, Johnny, man. That was. But then, did you see what the mosquito did to to him? We're watching it right now. Can we also acknowledge back back in the day, there was the myth that mosquitoes transmitted AIDS? Oh, Oh, shit. Okay. It's like an onion, man. You're pulling back the layers. Joey, you are not. You like Joey, like I get it, but like, dude, like that's why he didn't fuck up Don Villard, he fucked up the box. Like, dude, that's that's but look at him yeah. now, though, he's about to get fucked up by this mosquito. I'm talking about the mosquito. Nice dummy, stop, man. I would really like a reggae version of Shot to the Heart. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, look at look at everything they made. Like like the Iron Maiden that they made him deal with her through, so like he would never actually touch her. Like look at all of that shit. Look at all that shit that you saw at the end of that movie. That's very indicative of the 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 way the world was in 1991. Mm-hmm. The end. Did you hear me? Another movie. Everything is a movie to me. Yeah, well, let's let's make the next one a comedy, okay? Would you hold me? Oh, well, you. So he was trying to cheat on her, and then she's still gonna fuck him. Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, oh, she's a virgin, clumsy, remember? You clumsy whore. Yeah. After all that, she's a virgin. <laughs> all right, y'all. That was the midnight movie, Popcorn. So we got to do recommendations. My first recommendation will be Jay already said it. Matinee. Starring John Goodman came out in 19 something, something, something. 92. And it is a hell of a fun movie. I watched this on cable back in the day and I've been wanting to see it ever since. So hopefully we'll get around to it sometime in the future. But I definitely say check it out. It is a fun movie along the same vein as this one. So definitely check it out. The second one I'm going to say we're going to check out would be the last action hero. Oh, I was there for that too, baby. It is a movie theater movie. It is a meta movie and they jump in the screen and then they come out of the screen and it's fucking awesome all around. (laughs) And I I hate the fact that people don't like this movie because I think this movie is fun. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, hey, 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 Doc, you were eight when this movie came out. This movie was, sucked. Uh, the kid what? was a good actor, too. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, don't I know. watched it recently, and I mean, like, a couple months ago, and I still enjoyed the shit out of it. And yeah. I, sure I did, did see it when I was, like, seven the first time. Though. Yeah, I got you. I think it spoke to me because I was younger, too. Exactly. So, uh, all right. Who's got a recommendation? It's- it's a movie that makes fun of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Like yeah, that's the that's the popcorn of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I mean like I mean whatever. I like the record. Whatever. It's all good. All right, Miles, what you got? So uh Ducky, you brought up earlier the uh Vincent Price uh the House, House of the Hill. Yeah, House of the Hill, yeah. I'm actually going to recommend the 1999 remake of that movie Ooh. for a couple of reasons. One of them. Mark, basically... Yes. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> one of them being that uh, the director of the one you mentioned, the 1959 version is William Castle. And he's mm-hmm. actually largely responsible for a lot of these like 4d movie attraction things. Like mm-hmm. he did the, the Emergo, which was when they had, like you talked about earlier, like the uh, skeleton would like appear. And uh, the main character, uh, Jeffrey Rush's character in the remake, the 99 version, is actually loosely based on him. 
Uh, and that's why he's doing like the Doom Tower, like haunted attractions and all that good Bash. shit. Bash. Yo, yo, Jay, what up? Jay? <laughs> Dark Castle was literally made to remake his movies. Fucking A, dude. Uh, there you go. Wow. See? Uh, oh, but yeah, so go. House on Haunted Hill 99 version. Right on. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, yeah, I want to recommend Mars Attack. Love that movie. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Only if Jay whispers into your, your recommendation. <laughs> what do you think about Mars Attack, Jay? No, no I'm saying it. Dark Castle was re- literally made to remake William Castle movies like House on Hill and then also Ghost Ship and a few others. But Ghost Ship was good. I, I heard there was yeah. actually a limited release with the 99 version. Like some theaters actually had like some smell vision cards and some various like 40 effects that they, they tried Dude. in various markets. House on Hill 1999 is one of my absolute favorite uh, Wim Castle movies ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's a phenomenal movie. That that's on my it. list of recommend like future recommendations. So it sounds like we'll get there eventually. Yeah, I watched it. It was shit. Who's next? Definitely going for it then. Yeah, it was I want to watch it on Duck's birthday. Oh snap! <laughs> All right, who's next? Who's next for the recommendation? Oh, who's got one? I want to recommend Pieces. It's a it's like a Spanish oh, yeah. uh, grindhouse slasher flick. It's so fucking good. You don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Yeah, dude, I saw previews for that. That looks fucking awesome. So, yeah. Pieces. All right. Love pieces. Yeah. All right, Joey, what you got? Uh, the team of the puppet scene just made me, and I brought it up earlier, and I'm gonna request. It's a classic whodunit. Clue, man. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Curry, yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite. It's got comedy. It's got murder. It's got everything. It's got two endings. I, I I'm gonna recommend Clue. After yeah. saying that, I'm gonna I go watch that. That's one endings. of my favorite movies of all time. So. Yo, yo, yo! Three endings, yeah. Three, three endings, Brad. Yeah, three endings. Uh, Hobby, Joey. what you got for your recommendation? <laughs> uh, my recommendation, like based on, I was just going based on those campy movies and those <laughs> movies within a movie. I want to suggest if you like campy B horror movies that are just poorly done but so much fun, I recommend Inhuman Witch. It's essentially about an astronaut <laughs> that gets stuck. And the radiation storm in space, and, and he, he merges with his sloppy Joe, and then he comes back to Earth as a giant thing of chop me that eats people, and they got to stop. <laughs> it's so good. I want to see that. It doesn't. I hope that sandwich is like processed it, from the rubber. From and it's in black and white too, so it like it's so good. Oh, and it's I want to send that trailer in the group chat. I want to send that trailer. Yeah. All right, and finally, the undisputed champion of this podcast, 100% Jay, what is your recommendation? All right, guys. We're going we're gonna to watch a fun movie next time. This has to be a midnight movie, but it's got to be Sundown, Vampire, and Retreat. Now, this movie came out in 1990, uh, a little before this one. It stars uh, Bruce Campbell, and John, I think it's uh, David Carradine, where they um, they go to a, a vampire town in a sleepy desert town where the vampires have now uh, forgone. No, oh, hear me out. They've forgone uh, devouring human blood. Now they went to uh, devouring synthetic uh, processed blood. 
and you might have heard about this this series on true on HBO called True Blood, completely ripped off this movie. Uh, uh, and this movie is from 1990. It's called Sundown Vampire and Treat. It is a phenomenal movie. It's campy as shit. What's it it's called? Sundown Vampire Retreat. Sundance? Sundown. Sundown. Oh. Vampire Retreat. <laughs> it is a phenomenal movie. They actually, after Armored Darkness, they used Bruce Campbell as a marketing boy for this movie. But it's a phenomenal movie. Does he play Ash? Nope. He mm. plays the descendant of Van Helsing, though. <laughs> Which is actually pretty awesome. And this movie came out the same year as Armored Darkness. Did what Ducky, was that? Ducky, I'm sorry, but can I make one more recommendation? Sure. Uh, I recommend that next time we do a midnight movie, we all take a shot anytime Jay teaches us something. <laughs> yes. oh, and, and we take dead. two, and we take two anytime he says, Hear me out. <laughs> We're gonna be so gonna be so for those I'm who are not trying to be sober and whatever. I can't yeah. drink. I'll have to yeah, do, I'll yeah. do a whip it. I'll, I'll do a whip it. Like, <laughs> like, okay, hear me out, like, <laughs> Joey. You're gonna OD. <laughs> yeah. <On whippets>. <laughs> it's <laughs> just gonna be a lack just of you, uh, which you just fall over. You're gonna be doing you're nothing with those. All right. twitching. Raph, look, uh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, can I talk to y'all about something a little bit serious for yeah. a sec? Sure. Um, uh, for 19 years, I have been a part of the Addison Improv. And uh, I, you know, we, we just found out today that Sean Trainer is leaving us after 21 years. And so uh, he's got about two weeks left. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, uh, I'm going to miss him a lot. Uh, Sean's taught me a lot over this past, uh, you know, 20 years. And uh, now I have to uh, move on without him. Uh, we're moving on to a new, uh, to new era. He's found a phenomenal gig doing what he does. So... Like, one of the things that's been going on this past week, uh, Billy took off for a week, and, like, I I had uh, I had uh, Austin here on Friday and Saturday and all these other things, but uh, we I had a very, not, not necessarily a pressing week, but after everything, but after today with the uh, first Monday, I, was, I got to be here, and then all of a sudden, we, we did popcorn night. Tonight was a very special treat. Joey, Alex, Miles, Raphael. Uh, who, who are you, Duck? You're pretty. You're kind of cool. <laughs> but no, seriously. No, seriously, guys. Just want to let you all know this was a very, very special treat for me. I love doing this entire podcast with all y'all. Yes. Um, this. I'm yeah, not man, like yeah, granted. Granted, I, I'm sorry if I was a dick. I really no, am. Dude, you you were, were, no, dude, we were had awesome. a fucking blast, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Trust me. Guess what, dude? Like, dude, here's the thing. Like, here's the thing about me when it comes to like thing. Like, I didn't ask for this memory. I promise you. I promise all y'all. But I, I really do mean that. But like, um, this was so much fun. Yeah. Um, this made my night. 
Fuck yeah, you guys are night. phenomenal. And you and you being drunk made our night too. I'm was legit serious when I said that. I was really glad we did this midnight uh this midnight podcast idea. I love this. This is super cool. It's so yeah. great. I don't oh. even I'm not even that mad that I have to be up at six in the morning. Like oh shit. Man. Well that's cool. I, I almost think that drunk podcast might be the best podcast. I yeah. don't know about that, but <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> that. because if I when I get drunk, I lose my way sometimes. I'm just like, holy shit. But anyhow, Raf, tell them where they can find you on the Internet. R-F-L-S-O-N on YouTube. Thank you, guys. All right. Alex, tell them where they can find you on the Internet. Uh, just follow me at Action Bastard Reviews on Instagram. Right I have on. something. Javi, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find my art at uh, Javi Bear Studios on Instagram and TikTok. All right, Miles, tell them where they can find you. You can find me everywhere online at Mr. Mo Stays Off, and you can check out my Simpsons podcast at Best Darn Diddly. Joey, where can they find you? Joey quits comedy on everything, and I have a podcast. Uh, I do it Hyenas, Basement Manifesto. And just to echo Jay's point, you guys know I've had a dog shit week, too. Pun, yeah. I guess, intended. <laughs> and uh, this this is uh, the first kind of thing I've got to do with comedians all week, and it, it ruled. So thanks Hell for yeah, letting dude. me yeah. be a part of this. I have fun doing this every week. So. Oh, yeah. Same. Fuck Same. yeah. And finally, you can find us at wearepodcast.podbean.com where you can find all the podcasts. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, backslash We Are Podcast. And finally, you can find us every Monday for Camp Slash Warcast where we talk more horror movies from the past live at 8 p.m. Central. Next week will be Idle Hands, which will be Miles' pick. Yes. We'll Fuck yes. Idle Hands is the shit, so I can't wait to watch that with you guys. With that said, Keep horror in your heart. Keep it in your Keep heart. In your heart. And I will cut the feed. Thank you so much again, everybody, for being here. And, cut the feed uh, for some J after dark. Fucking J after dark. <laughs> yeah. dark. You got all the stories. Guys, I, I did not intend to get the struck tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I had some fun. And there it is. Thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And since this is Camp Slash Horrorcast, if you want to check us out live, we will be on Twitch and YouTube every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can find us at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love the other podcasts here on the We Are Podcast Network. We have We Are Air, where we talk movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me, that's Jake, and that's Javi. We're breaking down that pop culture, and we're having so much fun. And don't forget to check out We Are Begoo, a video game podcast where we talk Atari to Steam and everything in between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore. Heroes, Jeros, a Dungeons and Distractions side quest. Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations, and their journey this far. Also, check the links in the description for our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast network. With that said, hopefully we see you in the live stream.